Click Stuff is brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstoff Today. This is your host, Daniel Powell, speaking. And first of all, we'd like to remind all of our listeners that Clickstoff is brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe and Trollandtoad.com. Shop Trollandtoad.com for all your Hero Clicks need. Trollandtoad.com has one of the largest inventories of Hero Clicks figures and sealed items on the web. And uh, look for all the new. Uh, Marvel Earth X Hero Clicks figures that are now out and available. Um, we are also excited uh, to bring um, updated Patreon prizing uh, and giveaways. If we can reach a seventy-five dollar uh, level, we have a con exclusive Thanos copter and convention exclusive Blackbird to reach at those levels. And for anyone that signs up uh, before March 1st, at the $5 level, we'll be invited to our custom um, class on how to play and beat Hawkeye Avengers. And kind of even talking about how to play Hawkeye, we're going to talk about strategies and tactics in which to uh, beat the most powerful kind of team, most winning team before retirement. Um... So without further ado, take a look at uh, our Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash clicks off. And without further ado, finally, uh, my co-hosts today are Jason Fat Spider-Man Alvey. What's up? And Lane, who just won a regional and is three-time third place champion of the world, Miller. (laughs) Really? You got to bring that up? Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, congratulations on your regional win, Lane. Appreciate it. I had to have your wife take you out for me because I can never do it. Yeah. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. It, uh, I, I took my break from uni last weekend, so... Uh, hey, you gotta you got to put it down sometimes. That's what I did, too. I took a break from uni and played something different. Mm-hmm. Had to go play something and get you a little win in. Um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about Lane's regional victory. Um, and we're going to talk about uh, some of the recent rulings on the win. Uh, the Captain Marvel Gravity Feed and WKO prizes. And we have some listener uh, questions to do as well. Uh, so Lane, I'll kind of turn it over to you. You know, we talked about... Uh, just give us a couple of what you played, uh, what, give us what team you played, uh, a couple of the highlights of your day, and some of the interesting teams that you saw. All right. Uh, so let's see. Um, I played Hawkeye, um, I, I Avengers 
theme team with the plus nine. Uh, it's Hawkeye, um, Star Fox, uh, Old Man Captain America, uh, and Eric Masterson with three uh, main set giant girls and two fast forces giant girls. Uh, with the um, what is it? Uh, the Proxima Spear and Exospecs. Um, yeah. And then I had ID cards of Rusty, Iceman, Chamber, uh, Cyclops, and Jean Grey, and Banshee. So six ID cards. Um, on the sideline, I had the Fast Forces and Normal uh, Rusty. If I had the Fast Forces Jean Grey, she would have been on my sideline. Instead, I had the uh, a Firestorm because I just happened to have one with me. And then I had Chase Cyclops, Normal Cyclops, Chamber, Chase Iceman, and Rare Banshee. So. Um, other than that, it's pretty simple uh, stuff. Um, so I'll go into a little bit about the tournament. Uh, tournament was good to turn out. 28 people at Howard's event, Lucky Dice. Uh, it was really cool event. Um, had uh, who did I play? I played people from my own teammates. To so I'll, uh, let me go ahead and just interrupt you real quick. Uh, okay. So Matt Gretchenos wants to know how did you decide to play Avengers? So Friday night I played in the winning map, or uh, and then I decided, um, or when I played that I played the Don't Die team that I was thinking about playing. Uh, on Saturday, and it went good. I just didn't like some of the small aspects of it. just wasn't really my play style. So I was indecisive on what I wanted to play. So I was driving up there, and came down to me in here talking with my friend Mike, a teammate, uh, and then I messaged uh, Matt and actually was like, hey, Matt, what should I play today? Because he always asked me. Uh, before events, like, jokingly. And he was like, play Avengers, bro, it's fun. And I was like, mm, we'll see, it's on my list of babies. Um, and then I was either thinking of Blackbird, which just gets destroyed now. So that was a good idea not to. Um, Starrow or Unimind or the Penguins. So it was like, I had all these choices, but Matt actually called me. He was like, man, bro, just play the Avengers. It's so fun. And, like, give me a breakdown of how he played it and why he played it. And I was like, you know what? It does sound fun. Let me just go in here and just shoot everything for a lot, and then I'm done. So I ended up doing that. That's that's the reason I ended up playing it. Gotcha. So give us a couple of a uh, couple of highlights of the day. What, was, what were two or three highlights? Uh, uh, high points. Highlights of the day. All right. Um, Probably first turning three out of four Wolverines on a Wolverine Swarm team uh, with Proxima Spear. That was probably number one. Number two would probably be shooting Overdrive's token. Um, or not token. Shooting Overdrive's object before he could make it a charged up um, so that his Overdrive became useless. And then shooting everybody's either Symbiote or uh, Exospecs before they could equip them on turn one. I probably destroyed, out of the eight games I played in, five equipments on turn one, either Jean Grey or uh, Cyclops. Nice. Yeah. What, uh, give us two of the most interesting teams that you faced. 
Um, actually, round one, I played against Stephen Clark Jr., and he had a really interesting team. Um, it was Sam Cap, um, Star Fox, two Mud Men, and I think a Retaliator. So I think Groot. Is yeah, Retaliator. Groot is what I played him when he I was in Lexington. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a pretty interesting team. So his only mistake was he left. He was playing Venom Harness and you know. Uh, as well to equip, and his only mistake was putting his object in. They put him on Ha Ha Hacienda, and he put his object up front, so I was able to just uh, call out uh, with Star Fox sidestep up with a walk or a giant girl, and then running shot with uh, uh, Cyclops and shoot it, uh, shoot his object, his heavy object in front of his team before he could even do anything. So that it was it would have been a really hard team for me to face if he didn't do that. So kind of a a lose lose for him once he realized what he did. But he still came over. He actually carried Sam Cap with uh, with Star Fox and then came over and dropped the name. Sorry, tried to make some attacks, but ended up missing. Nice. Yep. <sighs> And then uh, probably my favorite thing, or my other team that I saw, was a team I actually didn't play against. Uh, was some of the Don't Die teams that were there. Uh, just different combinations of different things. Like the team you ran with uh, the Deadpool and then some other variants of just the Don't Die tech. Uh, Bobby had a really interesting version of it. And he barely got beat out by Chris, um, who was running Wolverine Swarm. So, and that was in top eight, I believe. Yeah, top eight. And that was a really cool team. Cool. Other than that, was, it was, uh, just what was on the team. Um, it was, I think it's actually Easton's team build. Uh, but it was like Daredevil, Aha Joker, Power Girl, Two Giant Girls, and what else? There was some other stuff on there. I just honestly can't remember off gotcha. my head. So it was the Power Girl kind of version of it with Retaliators. Yeah. Yeah, we had we had looked at that version uh, a couple times. Uh, yeah, we were talking about it and looking at it. But... I'll just be so glad to be able to actually play KC pieces whenever Shredders retire. <laughs> yeah, you mean the ones <laughs> that are all gone that aren't any good anymore? Um, Power Girl is fantastic. Well, yeah, but I couldn't deal with her on turn one or turn two with most teams. Yeah, I know, but it's just at least she gets to roll out and has a 20 defense. You're not just yep. going up and killing her for just existing. I mean, yeah, the 20 defense hurts. Yeah, so I mean, it's just not an automatic pew-pew, right, just for sidestepping. Yeah. So... I'm excited. I'm excited to to play her. Um, and it's not Power Girl, it's Power Woman. Oh, what did I say, Power Girl? My bad. I know, maybe, I don't know. The Power Chick. She's the, she's the grown-up. And she doesn't have a 20, sorry. She just has an 18. But, uh, That's what I thought, but I was like, mm, okay. Maybe. It's, I think you're thinking of Captain Marvel. Maybe. She has a 20 on her little weird 11 click. Yeah, but That's... one of them has an ESD on there. I think on their last click, but anyway. Yeah, that's Casey Green Lantern. Mm. 
So, all right. Well, congratulations, Lane. And uh, a lot of our questions today are actually about the uh, Hawkeye team, and um, you know we want to uh, talk about it a little bit and uh, uh, answer those for you. And um, so I think let's if we want to talk about the Hawkeye questions um, that we got. Um, We'll just talk about Hawkeye, 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 I guess, for a little bit. Uh, Steve um, DeCarlo wants to know, once Hawkeye retires, do multiple Fast Forces Hulks become the new Avengers team? Mm. So I think the Hulk is great uh, for what he does, but there are a lot of limitations to what he can do. Uh, there's that combo with, uh, is it Ronan? Not Ronan. Who's the other person who lets you attack or yeah, move one square if you don't attack? You attack. Yeah, the uh, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about him in the set review. There's there's Korath. Well, I mean, uh, that's why I'm saying I think there's better things than actual Avengers team. Like you're like putting him on an Avengers team isn't really that great. Putting him on some other things could be amazing. So, new Captain America, him. Like just so I think. The Avengers team is just essentially going to go away. Uh, you can make it, but it won't be optimal, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think it'll be fine. I mean, because we've already seen Randy and Bob do well with their Hulk Avengers team. Yeah. Um, and that's with, you know, the Star Fox and the two... Star Fox, two Hulks, the Spear, the... Uh, not the Spear, the Exospecs and the Harness... Uh, yep. Maybe one of them didn't run Star Fox, and they ran old. Man, they ran old man, maybe. Old man, old man, Cap, yeah. But any version of that, right? I mean, even the the Star Fox is is fine, or the old man Cap is fine. Uh, of course, he's retiring, but I mean, post rotation, two two Hulks, Star Fox, Harness, uh, Exospecs, and Mjolnir. <laughs> yeah, probably. Just put them all on there. Yeah, I mean, you. I don't really think you want to do Mjolnir because you can't get the first turn equip. Um, at least with the Venom Harness, you can get the 13 for 5 um, with no shape change situation going on. Um, but I could also see it, um, I don't know, a couple other things. Maybe the, the Octopus Arms so that he can quake with Giant Reach. Um, yeah. But no, I, I think I think it'll be fine. I mean, I don't think it'll be. It might take a little bit while to form, um, but the the Hulk Avengers is already good. It just, unfortunately it just loses to the Hawkeye version now. Yeah, I mean, even if it goes first, it has a really bad chance of a really good chance of losing. Yeah, because it, it, it doesn't have the full map reach. With, I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Um, it, it can get there, but it's just not going to get there good enough like Hawkeye can. I agree. So, what do you think, Jason? No, I agree. Hawkeye just... Hawkeye is... I know there's another question on there, but I'm going to go ahead and say this now. Hawkeye is not good for the game. I was just about to say that, yeah. He prevents oh, so much other gosh. stuff from being good. Oh my gosh, oh my god, oh my god. I can't believe you guys are saying that. 
You're so, saying the same thing about Shredders. Just, yeah. So at least Hawkeye so. has to roll attacks and equip and, you know, push and do things. All things that Shredders don't do. I mean, at least Hawkeye is a main force figure attacking. Um, I mean, it's funny that the Tyler... So Tyler Spee's asked, do you think Hawkeye is healthy for the game? And I think it it's fine. We've had him I, for... The I problem just, is, is that the spear is not good for the game. The spear needs the errata like the tank has to where you either deal your damage or you may do the pin damage or you make them immobile. Not deal your full damage and make them immobile or pin damage them. I don't think freaking damage reducer or uh, damage depletion modifier should have won. Well, so the thing is, is I don't think um, I don't think shredders are healthy for the game and I I don't think that Tyler's team is healthy for the game either. And I, I've said it all along, I don't think Colossal Retail and ID cards are good for the game. But I fully respect WizKid's decision to produce them, and it makes Colossals playable. But, I mean, I think the thing is, is like Hawkeye can just destroy Tyler's team if it goes first. And even if it goes second, it has a good chance of beating it. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I think, you know, Tyler may not just like the team because it beats his world champ team. I've had I had people come up and build teams to beat my world champ teams. It's just part of it. Um, it just I, beats a lot of other stuff too. That's not just. I know, but I'm saying just because Tyler asked that doesn't mean that it's, you know, it's unhealthy. Um, I mean, Hawkeye's been around for almost, what, two years now? It's the Proxima Spear, and this is what put it over the top, to be yeah. 100% honest. Like, right. So my thing is is that the Spear is unhealthy for the game because it deals an after-effect of damage like the tank did. Yeah. and it, Well, it's bad for the game on Hawkeye. If it was on any other character, it wouldn't matter. Right. So, like, Hawkeye... There's only... I mean, Hawkeye does what he does, right? I mean, there's... He's been around forever, and he hasn't been hit with an errata. He's never been hit on the watch list. And it's probably too late in the game for him to get hit with one. However, I think the the focus is the Proxima Spear is the problem. I agree. So, you know, I think the other thing is is that it's just exposing a lot of super squishy teams. Yeah, you know, in reality, like the Wolverine Swarm, right? I mean, Hawkeye was beating yeah. Wolverine Swarms with the tank. So, no one was complaining about it until, you know, it won, you know, three or four events in the row at the beginning of this year. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I agree. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just a little uh, jaded on the subject because I don't, I just don't think Hawkeye is a problem. I, I agree. Hawkeye is not the problem. That team is a problem. There's nothing in the meta right now that really solves this team per se, in my opinion. I know you have a different opinion because of something. We'll go over that at a different time. 
But I just I don't think he's healthy for the game. Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing is, is that I think Hawkeye's fine. I think Hawkeye is a hundred percent beatable, and I think that Hawkeye shouldn't be winning. And I think folks just need a good class on how to get it, get it, get it beat. I mean, I think folks are losing to it that should not lose to it. Um, I mean, I watched you play games, and I watched PJ play games that they should not have won. And this is no disrespect, but they're games that just, just should not have won, but they just played it wrong against Hawkeye, and they just lost. Hawkeye just sh- goes pew-pew, and, you know, if you're not prepared for the pew-pew, then you just lose. I mean, there's tools. It's just no. It's no different than having just a tool in the toolbox, and the other teams haven't adjusted for the tools in the toolbox um, to beat Hawkeye. Because I think X Men, like for example, I'll, I'll use this example. I think X Men Swarm has options, and Blackbird has options. Against Hawkeye? Absolutely. And Hawkeye just dies. Like, I think there's 100% beatable options for both of those teams that just aren't being utilized right now. So, I just respectfully disagree. I don't think the X Men Swarm or that has a chance. Oh, it's the same thing you do for the Blackbird. You just gotta I, make. I a, you don't just think make Blackbird a... has a chance either. Yeah. Well, I will say this: I have specific lesson plans for Blackbird and X Men Swarm to make them viable against Hawkeye. I where... can't wait for this class. I know. It's exciting. I mean, I actually am. I still want to talk to you about what you were talking about after at the tournament. Yeah. But, anyways, I know that's a little bit, um, I don't know, vague, but there are options for all of those teams, um, and some of them you just have to show folks on a, on a Roll20 map what the situation is. Uh, for it to make sense, but it's all it's all options that you have, um, and it's much easier to say something like, "Hey, um, this is what you should have done in that situation when you're not sitting down at the table thinking about it." But yeah, no, That's I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, once you do the roll twenty and look at it, and you know, or actually sit down and place it on the map, a lot of those things make a lot more sense. Yeah, so. Uh, let's see. Did we get any other uh, Hawkeye questions? No. So, um, again, I think Hawkeye's fine. I just think folks need to adjust the tools in their toolbox. Um, just my opinion. Um, Want to talk Captain Marvel? Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Um, 
so the gravity feed comes out tomorrow uh, nine common figures 11 rare figures and two chases um, none of that mass market stuff all hobby store releases um, and I think it's the first gravity feed in a long time where I think every piece is playable in some format or another. And and, it, it, and, it's, yeah. and I would say, I would add to that, is that we have, hero, all hero clicks are playable because they're all functional with the game, but all of these pieces add something either to a competitive or a casual team that are just fun. So, I agree with that. I can agree with that. Yeah. Uh, the, the Cree keyword and just all of that is just so awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, for the, for the 001 Captain Marvel, right, we got a cool shifting focus Captain Marvel. You know, those... I don't know if we've ever had a bad shifting focus piece that wasn't fun in some, some form or another. Um, maybe shifting focus Batman, but Captain Marvel is certainly better than shifting focus Batman. Um, the generic folks are really good too. If these folks, the guys that are generic collectors, yeah, yep. Um, the Cree supremacy trait, uh, Cree supremacy elite forces once per turn when a friendly character that's adjacent or has the Cree word rolls for breakaway, and the result is one. You may re-roll that die. If that character is both adjacent and has the key keyword, you may reroll a result of one or two. Um, that's I pretty, like that's that's sweet that you can reroll <laughs> breakaways without having to use prob. I like just all of that adjacent or adjacent and keyword stuff. That just makes it. I don't know. I just really like that aspect of. Mm-hmm. Maybe just me. Yeah, and then man, I'm just I'm just kind of looking at some of this stuff. The 003 Scroll Warrior, um, adjacent opposing characters can't use leadership or be carried. Uh, Twenty five point Scroll Spy Warrior. It's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even notice that. Uh, and sidestep and stealth. Um. Not saying he doesn't get nuked because he just has a 17 combat reflexes with three clicks of health. So, uh, I mean, he gets, if you're playing, he gets if you're nuked playing for, him against other Hawkeye just kills him, Dane. Yeah. Hawkeye, Hawkeye just kills him. So Hawkeye's he's not bad any good. Game. He's not any good. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, uh, don't get me started today. You know what won't kill him in one attack? Or just by moving up next to it, a shredder. <laughs> right. Good thing can't, just like, ping, can't just ping him and kill him. Just the thing, there's two shredders on the team. Yeah, two pings won't, won't kill him either. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> you know who will kill him, though? Sam Cap Colin. Yep. Yeah. Or, you know, a whale quaking him. And uh, crit hitting, like Tyler's known to do. 
Or, you know, a quake from a whale and then a ping from a mini shredder. Yeah, that kills him. <laughs> you know. All the fun stuff. You know, Maybe whale. Tyler's just bad for the game. <laughs> Actually, I think that's true. You know what? That I would agree with that. That whale tailing some bitch. <laughs> we love you, Tyler. Um, so that's then, you know, we then we go into like some of the the good guys of the set. Uh, Nick Fury, um, 004, uh, Shield, Pass by. So they they have several of these uh, trade craft tokens. Um, so Nick Fury is excited for the movie. Yeah, I think that's the big thing too. We, yeah, we do like the movie. Um, Nick Fury starts the game with three trade craft tokens. Free, remove a trade craft token to choose improved targeting, hindering or movement hindering. Nick Fury can use that ability until your next turn. Um, you know, you don't see a lot of improved targeting, hindering. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily he's playable, but he's certainly good on a shield team. Yeah. Um, His damage power is cool. Yeah, leadership, and then when Nick Fury or an adjacent character attacks before the attack roll, you may remove a tradecraft token. If you do, opposing effects can't re-roll that attack roll. So that would get around uh, Trey Lane, too. Well, no, he's not hmm. a re-roll. Never mind, he's not a re-roll. Yeah, he's I was, like, I was like, yeah. hmm. Anyways, well, I thought it would be a good idea. <laughs> um, yeah, but how many people are really playing Trey Lane in no one, because he dies to Hawkeye, or gets pinged, exactly, or gets pinged to death by a Shredder, or gets quaked exactly. by a Will. <laughs> he has super senses, though. He has a chance. On on what the the Shredder ping? Yeah. Hey, he's gonna super sense out of the Shredder ping. I like that. Yep. It's talent. Oh man! So all the I really do like a lot of these commons and stuff. I'm looking forward to getting this set. Like, Phil. So I think what's the what's the first one that we're going to be talking about? Um, I think it goes all the way down to the rares, right? Um, so it's the 018 Phil Coulson Avengers Shield Soldier. So they've got the mm-hmm. soldier transporter right that we uh, so desire for foot elite and sam cap and for everything for everything with the soldier keyword or in avengers uh transporter yeah he can carry some hulks around right yeah so uh he's got a 12 movement uh zephyr one stealth passenger stealth flight passenger four phil colson does not modify his speed value from the use of the carry ability, so that means it's not negatively modified. Um, Phil Coulson starts the game with five Tradecraft tokens and remove a Tradecraft token to choose a standard damage power for Phil Coulson to use until your next turn. Like, I don't know, like, Prob seems pretty cool. Outwit. Or, uh, um, if he's he's carrying them uh, Hulks around, an Empower for the single target Quakes. Shape change yeah. or defensive yeah. turns. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's got um, 
the stop click, right? When this click is first revealed, remove all tradecraft tokens from Phil Coulson and heal him that many clicks. Um, of course, it's in the defense slot, so it can be green arrowed. Um, a little annoying. But, um, and he's got traded energy shield. And uh, we can remove the Tradecraft token, and that character can use Energy Shield if they are adjacent to Phil Coulson. I like how it's a lot of the movie stuff. This is all some TV show. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's definitely the TV show stuff. Um, but it's a movie set, so I mean, they're you know they're still kind of maybe saying that it's the same universe. Still, is Phil in oh, the? Is definitely Phil, is Phil in the? A Captain Marvel movie? Do we know? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. The MCU incorporates the Shield TV show. I know. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he's actually in the movie though. Yeah. Yeah, but they've argued. You know, the I heard the producers don't get along between the TV show and the movie. So that's why Phil. Right. That's why right. the Avengers don't know Phil's still alive. <laughs> maybe that's. Uh, maybe that's. He's actually ha- not. He's actually not alive anymore. But yeah. Well, that's true. Wow. Way to ruin it. Yeah, way to ruin the last season of Shield for everyone, Jason. Well, Jason. Uh, you know, it was over. It was over months ago. You should have watched it by now. I have. I had watched it. I just wanted to give you a hard time about something. <laughs> I like giving you a hard time every time. Oh man! So I love Phil. Phil, it's just a rare. It's just solid, solid value there. The thing is, he only keeps that movement value movement uh, for one click. Um. So just gotta either support him back up or, you know, other options of healing him to uh, to get him back onto that. One, two, three, four, five. I mean, because if he don't use any of his tradecraft tokens, he'll heal back to top dial if he gets knocked to a stop click. Um. So that's neat too. Um. So Korath is the next one to talk about, and uh. Little Michael Love um, posted about this one earlier today. So his deal is he's 75 points, Cree Cosmic Robot Scientist. Uh, Cree Supremacy, you shall not escape. Uh, when a friendly character that's adjacent or has the Cree keyword hits, after resolutions, that character may move one square. If that character is both adjacent and has the Cree keyword, instead, all friendly characters with the keyword can move one square. So I guess the the premise there is is that if your Hulk gets into place um, and hits adjacent to Korath, um, they can then move, break away, move one square, uh, and then quake again. Yeah, and if you have the octopus arms on them, this gets even worse. I, I mean, by worse, I mean it it could just possibly get better. Mm-hmm. Um. Does it keep happening? Yeah, it doesn't say yeah. it stops. I want to read his actual card here that they posted in the group. Yeah, it doesn't say that it's once per turn. Yeah, it just keeps going. And you don't have to attack... Well, I mean, Hulk doesn't say you have to attack another character. Um, so, I mean, I, yeah, I'm just thinking through this real time here. Um... Huh. That's neat. As in, that could be really good. 
Um, but I mean, yeah, like you said, well, the thing is, though, Lane, if you use the octopus arms, you're not going to get him to move after the attack. Why is that? Well, because then you have to give him sidestep or something. So the idea would be that you carry Korath and carry Hulk over, uh, unless you also play the title, the title Captain America guy. Yeah, so you can do that, or like the Space Mikey, or, or not, yeah, Space Mikey, or anything of that nature that lets him move. A new title cap is, is what, I have 80 points, that's cheaper, is that cheaper? Yeah, but I think if you do the Hulk yeah. and the Korath, you're, I mean, not the 75, Hulk. 125. No, I mean the, um, the cap. And the Korath. That's at 155. Yeah, you could I add see, two see, of see. them. And then an overdrive and some... Uh-oh, we... And you have to try to do the arms as well. Yeah, that's I mean, if you want to get the arms on there, that's the, that's really the issue. But the arms make it work, because then you can do... Uh, you don't have to worry about breaking away. Yeah. Well, are the arms uh, a heavy... Yes, they are. Yeah, so you're looking at probably doing what's uh, my math was going 155, 255, 290. Yeah, with the overdrive, and then you're at 300 with the uh, with the arms, and you don't have a way to first turn equip it. Um, I mean, probably just uh. You know what? Though I don't think you need to do the arms. There's something else that gives giant reach, isn't it? Just uh, that's a light. Uh, tell me. Uh, TMT. It's a TMT thing. I was just looking at it earlier today. Um, the staff. Just use the staff for three points. That's a light. And that gives you your giant reach too. But really, if you're doing that, you may not even need to... You can just equip first turn and then move over. Uh, that saves you some points. And you can just really only do one Hulk. If one Hulk's going to be attacking, I don't know, once... You can just keep attacking once Korath starts his chain, right? You just got to yeah. find a way to activate the chain to start out with, right? That's the big key. Yeah, so I mean, if a Hulk could just keep going, um, he'd also have to be able to... Korath has to be able to move, too, or does Korath doesn't move on his own, right? No. That's why I say you need the giant range. Yeah. Yeah, but you can get that with the spear for seven less points. Oh, sorry, the staff. The staff. So, no, I like that combo. That's fun. Especially I mean, Korath can just move himself like that, too, right? He could just do yeah. that to himself, right? Yeah, attack, though. And he doesn't attack after. No, he, when a friendly character that's adjacent. He's not a, you can't be a, he's not adjacent. Or player, so. has the Kree keyword. And he does have the Kree keyword. And he's friendly to himself. Well, no, I mean, but he has to attack. To that's do. what I'm saying. He right. has to be so able to attack. So he attacks, attack. and then he moves. 
right? Yeah, but he can't after being carried, is what we're saying. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, that's the big thing, is he can't. Um, no, I like that. I think, I mean, and also, if you're not worried about breaking away, um, for whatever reason, I mean, just exospecs are fine too, right? And just sidestep after the carry. I mean, there is a lot of plasticity, though. Walking woods and... Mini Shredder. Oh wait, no. Mini Shredder would affect you unless there's Mini Shredder affects you affects you less, but there's Symbiote, Walking Wood, all kinds of different plasticity out there right now. Yeah, other people with exospecs. Yeah. But they're probably getting punched in the face by a Hulk if they're not careful. <laughs> um Yeah. No, I like it. I like that I like that combination. Uh again it's probably better after Hawkeye retires. Um, but let's see. So the other thing to talk about would be the two chases, right? So that's the other uh, that's the other hotness out of the set. Yeah, I was um, that. <laughs> So let's talk about the title character, the first chase title character that we got. First uh, gravity feed title character. Yeah, that too. Uh, so tw it's 022, Carol Danvers, Fearless, uh, six range, single bolt, 75 point shield pass soldier, uh, three, six clicks of health for 75 points. Um, her death effect, um, don't play her with the uh, power cosmic pieces. Uh, when Carol Danvers, Fearless is KO'd for the rest of the game, friendly characters can't use team abilities. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sucks. Um, so her plus one ability is improved targeting uh, elevated outdoor blocking and modify range plus two. Um, I guess there's talk that... Uh, not really talk, but she already needs an errata to just ignore blocking. She didn't get that today, did she? No, that no. was not put out today. Yeah, so maybe that'll come out after she releases, so next week. Um, but then her uh, other plus one is free provide covering fire with this turn when an adjacent friendly character hits with a range attack. If Carol Danvers Fearless has line of fire to the target after resolutions, you may give that hit character an action token. Um, oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, especially with uh, Sam Cap mm -hmm. also being soldier, so and not having a team ability that you care about. Yeah, so Phil Coulson carries over Sam Cap and Carol Danvers. Sam Cap actually shoots instead of uh, uh, she can either shoot oh, or the ID card character could shoot, I guess. Um, but uh. Sam Cap or the ID card character shoots and then you give out an action token. I like that a lot, actually. It kills a uh, Lockjaw. It could. It, it could definitely yeah. kill a Lockjaw. Don't roll a six and take an action, people. Yeah. Actually, you know what? <laughs> don't roll a six. Yeah, that's the best thing. Just don't roll a six because uh, I was able to take out a Lockjaw 
with uh, double in cap Saturday. Um, it was, uh, to be fair, I did roll like two eights to do it. Um, but it was worth it. Haha ha Joker and my Lockjaw, uh, in double in cap a uh, Lockjaw off of click six. It was, uh, I'll admit it, it was nice. So, just don't forget that the exospecs can pick in cap. That's really, yeah. really bad. It can, can pick a lot of things. Precisely half of the powers in the game it can pick. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How many, how many plot points does she start with? Does it say anywhere? Uh, do you think? It doesn't say. I don't think we've... I don't know if we've... If we haven't seen her card? Oh, we saw her card. I thought we did too, but it's not in the realms thread, so... Uh, and then her last one is her negative six power free replace Carol Dammers with um, the shifting Chase. focus versions on your sideline. Oh, four. If you if four, you get the shifting focus. If you reduce six, you guess uh, you get to do the chase Captain Marvel. Uh, so she would come out on the same click number. So let's talk about the big dog O twenty one Captain Marvel. Um, Avengers Cree Shield Cosmic Soldier 150 points. Avengers Initiative, so she ignores hindering for a line of fire. Um, eight range double bolts. Um, energy absorption when Captain Marvel takes two or more damage from a single attack after resolutions. Note her current click number, then turn her to click 11. If she would be KO'd, she can't turn to click 11. Um, Kree Supremacy Cosmic Awareness Friendly characters that are adjacent or have the Kree T-word have protected opposing probability control um, and if it has both um, it can use probability, probability control but only to target itself um, so <clears throat> her special movement power is neat she has improved movement characters and running shot. When Captain Marvel uses it after resolution, she may use charge at no cost, but can't target the same character. Um, so I think she's got a lot of uh, neat abilities by herself. Um, it's that when she goes to this click 11, she has a 12 move hypersonic, 12 attack pulse wave, 20 defense with impervious and colossal stamina, uh, at the end of your turn, or if Captain Marvel would be KO'd, return her to her most recently noted click number, protected outwit, and a pulse wave. So, rotation. First thing you have to say about her is after rotation. No, and so I think the problem is is that Surtur survives rotation. Yeah, but Surtur, she has to have damaged something. And if and by the time she damages something, it doesn't matter. Because she, probably the first thing that dies on the team is a third, obviously. That's the same thing with Unimind and stuff like that. Like, Unimind still survives, is still played with Surtur around. She can be too. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, obviously you have to go kill Surtur. That's the first key. Yeah. That's the key from 90% of teams that have play against a Surtur. Mm -hmm. Well, I think what's neat about this too is that uh, she has colossal stamina on that click, so that so in cap doesn't really stop her. 
Because she can just colossal push off of that click even if she has two tokens. Yeah. Um, but I think in the other hand, you know, so pre-rotation, she's got Peace Machine to help her out. Um, but I think post-rotation, she also just gets double cyclopsed or triple cyclopsed. Um, well, she's got a 20 defense. I know, but they have a 14 attack usually. And on to certain teams, like not usually. Yeah, I know, but usually... like, uh, so, but after after retirement, Blackbird and X Men Swarm comes back. Yeah, it's true. So, but then uh, again, you still have to. That's if she attacked to get free attacks. I don't know. You have to split up your. Yeah, I mean it's not easy. I mean, but a, a twenty is not that difficult to hit either. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely do it. Yeah, I mean I, the thing is, is like she's just right there. Like the she's on the verge of being really good. Yeah, she's just worded too fairly. <laughs> Dan doesn't like it because it's fair. Oh, I mean, uh, I agree. Uh, I mean, well, that's the thing, right? Is is if if we're talking about Hawkeye and whales and Proxima spears and all this other stuff in one breath, then we can't say Captain Marvel is great in another breath because we and know that we know that she's just not quite there. Not as broken as not as broken as Hawkeye or whales or Mini Shredder or Unimon. Once Hawkeye is gone, it's decent. But the problem is. She doesn't have protected pulse wave on that power, so you can just pulse wave her, and she never goes to her click. Yeah, I mean, and you yeah. can hit her one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and there is, so you can just. Well, she seven, has protected you... pulse wave on that last click. No, oh. we're, we're saying but on her to get to the last click. Oh, to get to it, yeah, no. So and I there's can also just pulse wave her four, there... and then she stays on click five. I mean, there's also um, just seven damage pulse waves that exist post-rotation. Yeah. And you don't even need to do seven damage. You can just do three damage pulse Four damage Right. She's just not going to that click now. Yeah. I mean, Iceman survives. Big Iceman. Uh, Big Storm. Um, Uni has pulse wave via Thanos. Um... Yeah, uh, you're but, saying that, but any piece in the game has pulse wave right now. Yeah, exospecs exist, right? Yeah, Star Fox has pulse wave. Yeah, Star Fox has. Pulse wave. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that pulse wave is always the answer. I mean, it, it's hardly ever not the answer. Um, yeah, you also have to sync target. Yeah, I mean, she's got the Avengers keyword, so she can have her. You know, she can have her big booty giant girls helping her out. Which Queen Lefay has Pulse Well, she just has Pulse Wave, right? Yeah. Or damage, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those pieces that I think is, is really, really neat, but just not quite there. So, let's see if we got any other questions about it that we missed. Um... Um, Ronan, I think, was the only one we didn't talk about. 
Oh yeah, I remember that. I see. Yeah, Ronan. I don't think he's on the. He's not on the list yet. He's, he's missing on the list. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. He was previewed late, so let me find his. I'm just remember sixteen, probably. Yeah. So Ronan is. Uh, Ronan can just use if somebody. No, sixteen is Braun Char. Twenty is Ronan. Alright, okay. so Cree Supremacy, you stand accused. Power, if no friendly character has been placed this turn, you may choose an opposing character that dealt damage to a friendly character that's adjacent or has the Cree keyword uh, since your last turn. Place Ronin adjacent to that opposing character, then make a close attack that deals penetrating damage targeting that character. Um... So it's like a it's a it's almost like a colossal retaliation. Yeah. Which had to be adjacent to who got hit. Yeah, he's gotta be adjacent to the guy that got hit. Um well, hold on. Let's see here. Or the Greek. Place this term, choose an opposing character. Okay, so he can just sidestep it you can say, move, you just can't place. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't TK him adjacent, but you can sidestep you can your dude back and sidestep Ronin up, then take the power action. Right. So, no, I like that. Um, that that's a real neat. What's his um? What's his hammer called? The. Uh... Oh, oh man. gosh. Yeah, I know. I should have looked that up. Beforehand, I don't know what I remember. Let's see. I'm looking it up, and not on the uh... Ronan the Accuser. Oh, really? It doesn't even have his. Why is that? I should not... know. Yeah. Why oh, is this. that not just? Uh... Um. Why is that not just a thing right there? Like uh, powers and abilities. A uh, universal weapon. Yes. That's it. So. I like that. Uh, his universal weapon's a neat weapon. Um, so I think here's the big thing that everyone's talking about, right? Uh, his damage power. If you stand with the guilty, you will share their fate. Close combat expert. When Ronin uses it and hits after resolutions, he may use it again at no cost to target a character he hasn't hit this turn. He may repeat this if he keeps hitting. Um, so... If only, there, if, if, only the, if only there was a thing that allowed you to shoot or punch at range. Do we have one of those things? Nope, not existent. I, I heard that piece might be... I, don't know I bet it would be pretty good if we but had that's one. Not his, that's not his hammer. He can't use that one. Right. I just picture Ronan picking up Mjolnir and having yeah. a universal weapon in the other hand and like, uh, you know... Being at the uh, uh, fraternity party, double fisting hammers. Um, <laughs> and he's got this really cool keyword that's cosmic. I heard that that one's pretty good too. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that the problem is, is that it, it is he does have seven range. Um, it could go to nine with a Star Fox. So you're talking about. Um, I mean, it's, it's not it's not quite the same threat reach, right? So if you 
give him the hammer. He'll be in two. You TK him up to 11 with Gene. Um, Sidestep to 13 plus 7. That's only 20, right? So you're still a little short of Hawkeye's reach. Um, unless he sidesteps up turn one. Then, uh, and if his call-in Gene Gray would uh, be up again, you might be able to get to 22 fairly reasonably, but that's not 23 and 24. Not where you need to be. Yeah. Um, and you're probably dead if you're moving up anyways. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I think he just dies if you TK him onto Mjolnir and equip. Yeah. Unless you're playing, you know, Barrier or something like that. Or if you have Trey Lane with a one. Um, so, I mean, that's just a realistic assessment, right? I mean, if you TK out your Ronin uh, and put him on Mjolnir and equip it, I guarantee I'm going to try to do all I can to shoot your Ronin. Yeah. He's, he's going to get shot. Yeah. Uh, he's also not power cosmic, so outwit, that's always, you know, an issue. Um, what? Outwit being an issue? What game yeah. are you talking about? I mean, I think the thing is, is that it's because of the reach, right? Hawkeye has the further reach, so he's not worried about the outwit turn one. Um, but Ronan and, would be, and he has the keyword. What is Ronan's keyword? He has cosmic. That's... Yeah, but like, what can you run cosmic? That's Flora's, I guess. To give you yeah, I mean, you could run him yeah. with, uh, co you know, Flora's to get the theme count up there pretty high. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's definitely. Uh, it's. I don't think it's the next coming of Hawkeye as close combat guy. Um. So he he's gonna be cool, but he's not gonna be a guy. Right? With something else comes out later, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Maybe um, Hawkeye wasn't that good. Might be retail career. somebody. Yeah, he still can retail. <clears throat> so, um. So let's see. So I think um, let's talk about WKO prizing. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see more of this. Yeah, so we're not getting one this March, right? We're we're not getting the uh, second one this March, right? We're hey. just, no, we're just getting the one. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. So we have to wait till May or Nationals in June to get maybe more of them. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah, we're just getting the glaive and the ring. Yeah, so the ring, indestructible light object, poison shape change, and uh oh, the first time equipped character may be equipped with a second object if it's also a Mandarin ring. Yeah. That can be twice. Yeah. Now, I'll go ahead and just say that's really cool, but it would be even better if it was just a second equip. 
like, oh, of any type. There, I well, said yeah. it. There, I said okay. it. Let's bring possessors back, please. <laughs> yeah, I'll, there, I'll just go ahead and say it. Like, how cool would it be to have the Mandarin Ring and Mjolnir? Or the Spear. Yes, or Proxima Spear. Yes. Rexo Specs. Oh my god, yes, yes, yes. Running shot, shape change. <laughs> there, I said it. I, you know, I don't, I don't guess I'm ever completely pleased with anything. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll Always see room for improvement. There is always room for improvement, and that's a general life philosophy that I have. Um, always, always be improvement. Always be improving. So... Well, you know, you might still get your wish of running shot and shape change. That's true. You don't know what the other rings are going to do. That is that is very true. Um, but I'd rather have um, a Super Senses ring. Well, you might. Or a ring that allows you to equip for free if you've already equipped a Mandarin ring. With Super Senses. So I could first turn equip shape change and Super Senses. Well, you know, then that Illuminati set comes out. They said, like, Eitri, the dwarf, is going to be in that set. So maybe he's, like, the second coming of uh, Splitlet. Oh, that would be very nice. <laughs> I'm down. Lane said he had to step away for a minute. But we're going to keep going without Lane, so. <clears throat> so definitely the Remaker ring is better than Corvus Glaive Special Object. But Corvus Glaze object is light object indestructible. Blades Claws Fang regen, but only once per game. And when his character uses Blades Claws Fang, if the D6 roll is one through three, the damage dealt is penetrating. Um, so I think that that becomes the best on a four damage piece that has blades. Now, obviously, I like the ones that have charge and flurry already, the, with a low damage, like with two damage. Um, but like a four damage piece, you either get penetrating damage, the same amount of damage, or more damage. Because blades does one minus your printed. So, um, but you know, I don't think it suddenly becomes a top tier object, which is fine because it's just a battle royal participation prize. Um, I mean, it's pretty good on like Wolverine, right? Yeah, it'd be good on Wolverine too. So he's either, yeah. two, he's either two damage, uh, three damage penetrating or more damage. Um, so, I, I like it. I think they're both very yeah. useful. I mean, just the, the but the the thought of more Mandarin rings is is has me salivating for sure. So, pretty tasty, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got what four figures coming? Um, let's talk about two of them. Do you have a favorite one, Jason? What's your favorite one? Favorite one? What? Oh, the, the, the figures coming from the, the WKO. Four, yeah, the four five the four prize figures. Uh, I we got what Isaac, Super Giant, Black Dwarf, and Black Thane. Dwarf, Thane, 
Yeah, I mean, Thane's probably like a fun, fun piece to play. He looks cool. The sculpt looks cool. I think if I just wanted to play one, though, I'd probably play Isaac. He's pretty bar. Yeah, so I, I want to talk about Isaac, too. Um, Isaac is definitely the most playable of the four figures, I think. Probably Supergiant being second. Um, but uh, Isaac... Um, Power generate one of Isaac's bystanders. You may only generate chaos if the other two are on the map. Um, each has max one. He has a stop click, two clicks in. Um, stop impervious when this click is revealed. Generate all of Isaac's bystanders that aren't on the map. Um, he's got perplex on top click and his super outwit on click two. Um, and his pogs are pretty awesome. So you've got a Lord Gaia. I don't know if I said that right. But Plasticity, Barrier, Close Combat Expert. And these Pogs are Indom. Uh, Stellarax has Running Shot, Pinsai. And then Chaos is a Phasing TK Super Sense Pog, Indom, and Autonomous. Um, which just actually means that it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, uh, and the fact that the, the Lord Gaia gives out is a barrier pog for 50 points um, you know this guy is definitely going to be playable yeah. on a robot theme team he actually could make an eternal theme team possible the points are a little off for me um, to, to really like it and in 300, but um, I, I just realized that if this guy had phasing or sidestep instead of phasing up top, he would just be the best because he would replace Big Thanos for the sidestep. Oh, yeah. On uni. Yeah. That was a little disappointing. I mean, his stop click and his last click are um, Blades exploit clicks with sidestep. Um,. So that there is there's nothing wrong with that. Um, those are super good clicks, and the stop click right in the middle of the dial for 50 points. Um, uh, you know, there, there's no reason that this guy is not playable. He's easily he's easily pushable to get to his um, actionable clicks if you need him to, especially with the open air maps that we have and um, the uh, Bifrost map. Um, so this guy can get into action if you need him to, uh, which I like. Um, yeah, he could have had out with top dial if uh, that cool out with power top dial if it wasn't for Unimine being around. Yeah, you know, he is not playable as a uh, as a blue flame. Yeah, you, you know that's deliberate. Right? <laughs> you said you, what was that? You know that's deliberate on their part. <laughs> I don't want to say anything negative, but they could have done better. So give him outwit top. Give, give Isaac outwit top dial and make him seventy-five points. That's fine. I, I blame you. I blame you talking about it all the time. You know that's what? It's fine. Whatever. Isaac was probably my best <laughs> chance to get mastermind top dial. Um, I don't know. It's just. 
they that, that's fine. I'm glad that they know better. We're we're gonna talk about that when we get to rulings here in a minute on the last part of the show. Um, so I, I'm glad that they're doing better. Um, to be fair, Uni probably doesn't need a mastermind. Um, but damn, it would be good if he did. <laughs> be even better if his, if that old uh, grouchy one-arm band would just go ahead and retire too oh yeah so yeah he, those archers are just bad for the game yeah yeah archers are just bad that's the problem there you go archers are <laughs> archers are no good for hero clicks <laughs> I'm, I am counting you too 40 point green arrow from Joker's Wild yeah that guy is, is the problem yeah that guy made people <laughs> upset because his keywords were wrong yeah, that's true. Just archers are no good. We'll just go with that. That's a good episode title, too. <laughs> so, let's see. Would we get any other questions about the WKO stuff? Well, thanks for your question, uh, Christian Bojan, on uh, the WKO prizing. It is definitely, definitely Isaac, um, as far as figures go. Um, so let's talk, let's see here. Um, there was one question I wanted to ask Lane before he got away, but it was the second part of Steve DiCarlo's question. Um, is it better to get some wins with two B retired figs while you can, or to practice slowly post rotation teams to better prepare for the bigger tourneys? I can see it both ways. I am a hundred percent of with playing what's good for that week and just practicing the next week as appropriate um it depends right i mean unless you just don't care about winning that week um yeah if you used to want to play that team or whatever or you know not everybody gets a chance to practice it at home right i mean if you just really know that you're not going to get practice with your post rotation team then sure go ahead and play it but just know that it might lose against whatever is going to win that week yeah, you got to be okay with that. It's a trade-off. Yeah, I mean, it's all what I would say is, um, like, uh, last year there was one weekend uh, where Avengers Infinity and the um, Teleporter were still going to be legal together. Um, I had, uh, you know, we, we went ahead and ran a, had a super qualifier ran. I had PJ run a super qualifier. Um, I remember that. Just for that one week of meta. Um, I remember that. We got to see some stuff that'll never be able to be seen again. So, I mean, that's part of it is, um, I think at the the level in which I enjoy playing, I enjoy thinking about what's going to be good that week and prepping for that week. Um, And then once stuff is when once stuff is retired, just go ahead and let it retire back down for casual games. Except for Hawkeye, he'll never be in a casual game. So just put Hawkeye on your shelf with the other archers. Yeah, just put him in a box, lock him away. Right. No, he can go on the shelf, Jason. (laughs) He can go on the shelf. It's fine. But just let him retire. Just let all that stuff retire and focus on the new modern stuff when it's appropriate. Until then, play what's good that week. Um. So let's let's talk about rulings 
Um, and, you know, I think the only one I really want to talk about was the one that arose and got put in today. Oh, the, the, the bat? Yeah. So we got a new ruling <laughs> on the, the Pim Pocket Tank today that matched what we saw at Worlds. Um, these are all on the WizKids website. We got a new Elevation clarification, which makes sense. Uh, we got an Iron Man clarification that makes sense. Uh, the Hulk one got stealth edited today. Um, so it, was, it was Hulk and Bruce are the target of Pulse Wave. It originally was just Bruce, I think. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, so the the question changed to be correct. Um, but the uh, my favorite one for today was uh, EW14 Batman. Um, so his thing is there almost there must always be a Batman. When Batman would be KO'd, you instead may KO another figure with a point value of 25 or more and turn Batman to click one, which um, paired with Daredevil not being able to be KO'd. Um, so technically, from what is all in the rules... That works, um, as they're written. So the only reason it doesn't work is that WizKids says it doesn't work. Um, now we might be getting an updated comprehensive. I hope we do here soon. Um, but um, yeah, we we were just talking about that. <laughs> it was it was posted in a Facebook group uh, a little bit ago, and uh, the ruling came out this, later that same day today on the on the 19th literally uh uh bz asked it so that's brandon chastine asked it on 3 31 p.m and uh it was answered uh 4 6 p.m um, yeah like last weekend that would have been really good yeah i wish i would have thought of that beforehand that would have been amazing um, but uh chris stockhouse says how uh, would you have hated a metaphor of uncommon <laughs> Batman from Elseworlds and Daredevils? And I would say I would not have hated it because it would have been four uncommon Batmans and a Daredevil on a team. And how can you hate a team full of martial artists that aren't martial artists? Right. So Yeah. Everybody needs more Batman in their life. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely would have loved that. Um there's no doubt in my mind. Um, but I even went out and bought four or five Batman today just in case they weren't going to shut it down. Um, so I wasted $7 today. Oh, well. Oh, well. But I would not have hated it. I would have loved it. Um, <laughs> it would have been fun. So... Um, I have skipped around a little bit. Brian Poland, we talked about your Captain Marvel question. Uh, Michael Fitzpatrick, um, I think it's been the best gravity feed since Captain America the Winter Soldier. Yeah, agree. Uh, David Newmark asked about the new gravity feed. Chris Ferguson asked about it. Um, it's definitely the new hotness. Apparently sold out. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Uh, so let's go through our other questions here. Uh, Jay Solomon says, Since we saw some champion design dials today, what is a special trial or trait 
you want to see on a figure of your design not including Eternal with Mastermind? Hmm. You, what do you I think? Even, what do you think, Jason? I don't even know what piece I'd I don't even know what piece I'd make at this point if I had the chance to do it. You know, I don't even know what character I would choose. Yeah. That's the tough thing to even say right at this point in time. Yeah. So since I'm not allowed to do an internal with Mastermind, I would like a um a hundred and sixty five point piece that can't be outwitted. Um, that has protected pulse wave with the ability to choose mastermind and at least one stop click five clicks in. Maybe I'd make a Spider Man that can pick a Marvel team ability. Isn't that what the Spider Man TA does? No, you have to actually play him on a team with that. I mean, he can just pick whatever it is oh, and funny. have it no matter what team he's on. Hmm. Or. Because he's teaming it with everybody. Yeah, that's true. Um, I like that. I would still think I would create a War Machine or an Iron Man. Um, I, I I think Jay that if I had a trait, I think I would want a War Machine with just like improved targeting everything. Because when I think War Machine, I think him coming in, rocket launcher, chain gun, repulsors blazing. Like, I just want to see that, right? Like, something should die with all of his um, weapons. And he can, has the Stark tech to go target you from, like, halfway across the map. I'd have to give him, like, uh, one of those uh, traits, like that Spider-Man from Battleworld that says he can't move for two turns at the beginning of the game. Hmm. You know, speaking of that, I was thinking... Um, you know what would have made the you know in my uh, nothing is ever quite good enough situation Mm -hmm. um, the Proxima Spear says that it's only against a single character Yep. how much much better would it have been if it would have comboed with a multi-target pulse wave like really good (laughs) like you just go out destroy all the colossal retaliators with a single pulse wave yeah, that would have been pretty awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, anything could be better, I guess worse, in this scenario, depending on your perspective. Yeah. Um, so, Zach Strong writes in, what do you think of, and we'd like to thank Zach for being our first... Um, Patreon. First patron, and uh, so thank you for that, Zach. Uh, we also have KJ Foster at that level uh, as well, at the $5 level. So we appreciate those guys. Yep. Thank uh, you very much. And we got uh, John Carl as well as a new Patreon patron this week. So appreciate you guys. Uh, what do you think of the popper formats becoming more and more played? Um, I like it. It's fun for fun events. I, I don't like it as a competitive format. I think it's good for new people. As a yes. competitive format to break into. Yeah, I think it's good to have it as good prizing. Have it as an event with good prizing. Um, I like the CUR version. He says, what version do you like most? Commons only, CUR, etc. Um, I think rares... I mean, yeah, that's probably I think, fine. I'm I think okay rares are plenty accessible. 
Um, you know, commons and uncommons are just super accessible. Um, but, you know, I think the other thing is, is that there are typically things that are just going to be overpowered anyways within any format. Um, so, I mean, I guess the point is... I don't that know it, if I look it, at it as overpowered. Well, it's accessible, well, right? It, there's things I think that are accessibility. Over- yeah, the problem yeah. is the thing is is the accessibility of it, right? It's all cheaper, that sort of mm. thing. So, mm. um, no, I agree. At least it's accessible overpoweredness. Uh, I, I find it as a fun alternative. Yeah. And if y'all hear that in the background, it is currently thundering at my house. So it is thundering at my house as well. Um, it's thirty-five degrees outside. Yeah, it's random. Um, Alex Coos wants to know if you had to play a Nate White team, which Nate White team would you play? I don't know. Nate White was the first one to play Hawkeye after rotation, so I'd probably play Hawkeye. Hawkeye. I'd probably just play that Robin team that he has, just to say that I've played those pieces. Yeah, that's true. But I'd have the spear on Robin. Fair enough. Um, so Jesse Cote, what piece do you dare us to win a WKO with? Um, so if I can get prizing, um, for the month of April, I will plan, I do plan on running the same type of prizing that I have for Rock States. Um, the WKOs are just, I don't have enough insight to where all of those are ran to accurately kind of run a contest. I mean, I can dare you to win a P, to win it with whatever, um, and the answer is Fat Spider Man. Yep. Um, but as far as our contest goes, I, I will try to have that contest for April for Rock States. Um, so I just got to get some prizing together. So if anyone has any prizing um, and suggestions on pieces to have on our list or excluded list, uh, we'll be more than open for that. So. All right. Well, did we forget anything today? I don't think so. All right. Well, what's your final thoughts today? Uh, hell, I don't know. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> All right. I want to see some. I want to see somebody win a WKO with Fat Spider Man. Like just for put real. Him, just put him on that police team. Yeah. Let's, let's see somebody win with the police team. How about? Yeah, uh, a police scene. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a good challenge. Don't don't play Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're or be ready to plan against Hawkeye. You got a couple. We got about two weeks of right. signups left on this thing before the end of the month, and uh, I plan on having the class uh, hopefully as close to the first of March as possible. So, um, lots of. Lots of good things I have planned for that one. So, my final thoughts are: I'm tired as well, um, but we appreciate you guys and appreciate uh, everyone listening to the show. And uh, you know, love you guys, and uh, we'll talk to y'all next time. Later. Thanks for having me on.